0: Dick shock, big shock, big shock. Oh wow. oh, wow. oh wow. I did my job and I won out So a few stuff fight It doesn't touch the soul is not so Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. No
2: problem. Oh yeah, no, no, that, all that yellow. The, the I Leatherman. Woo! I do have right. a problem with Holly Berry.
3: Who doesn't?
2: You always have a problem. No, with No, it should have
4: been Iman, not Holly Berry.
3: Welcome, folks. It is Geek Shock number ninety-two. It I am Master Cargo.
4: <laughs> and Doctor Vlark thinks it should have been Iman, not Holly Berry.
3: Eighties, Jeff. Just Michael. Commander K. Notice it's a little quieter in here tonight, gentlemen. A quiet. Yeah. What's missing? Our voices oh, can be heard. Paul is it's in here. He's
0: somewhere else. Take <laughs> <Dick> fast fart. Take <laughs> <mine. laughs> fart.
3: Yes, yeah, Paul is not with us tonight. He will be back again next week. He promised us. Promises. Oh, yeah, okay. Paul and his promises.
1: Yeah, let's lay some money on that.
3: So speaking of laying money, gentlemen, what'd you do, Geeky? This week.
1: I ran you guys in D&D. What do you want me no, to no, do? No, man? what different geeky thing did you
3: do this week? That happens every week.
1: Uh, he spent the whole day before building the, <laughs> the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, he spent a lot of time building that dungeon. And you know what?
4: I put so much time into it. Today, I looked at it because I didn't, I didn't take it apart yesterday. Like, ah, do I even want to take this apart? Why don't I just leave it on my kitchen table all week? I was I'll see how that long that flies. Mm-hmm.
1: Before Deb says, take this shit and put it in There's the garage. Right. I don't know. Before really? she pulls me aside, says, you better start running Gamma World, and I want no 3D environments. <laughs> <laughs> I want all 3D environments. <laughs> and you get all paper that you can roll up and take home with you at the end of the night. <laughs> I imagine
3: 3D environments for Gamma World, you probably have to build those yourself.
1: Yeah, I've been looking at Foam Core, and I'm like, do I like these guys enough? I don't know. Dude, they got those things where you can print out.
4: like 15 bucks. You can print them out on Foam Core, and do all this crazy shit, and it's cheap. Cheap, cheap, mm. cheap. It looks good.
5: I, I was in a. I was in a table that they use the hero click set. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that yeah. has yeah. some decent stuff. Yeah, no, no. except for you are going from like a square base to a hexagonal base system.
4: You know what? You you know, Anytime I'll buy it. You put it together. We'll take pictures, and everyone can vote on who's geekier. <laughs> <laughs> There's a contest <laughs> that everyone loses. <laughs> God.
1: Well, tonight, it'd be difficult, because I'm wearing nothing geeky. You're wearing something geeky, but you got pimp overlaid it, so... Yeah, for those like, who
5: can't see, which is all of you. Yeah.
1: For our viewers out there. Yeah. Unless oh, you're...
5: Uh... Yeah, Barry's wearing a snake skin. Snake skin or alligator skin? What, is it, what, is it, what, is it, what animal died to make that coat? Uh, Elton John. Elton John died <laughs> to, to make this coat. I don't
3: it's know. It's impressive, but over the, your Ghostbuster t-shirt, I think it's... Uh, yeah.
1: That's how, that's how we roll. I think that is a fine choice. He rolls up to the Johns on Las Vegas Boulevard. Who are you going to call? <laughs> <laughs> and they're
3: like, I'll take your number. What
4: you got?
2: <laughs> well, maybe some of our viewers, are uh, viewers. our listeners, are capable of remote viewing and they can see well, then they Harry's viewers. jacket right now. That would
1: be impressive.
2: Um, that would be impressive. That would be scary. If actually.
1: you are remote viewing, call us now. Right now. First Wait, caller. Right wins now. A free
2: you already know the number. To uh, Mexico. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no takers. All right. Uh, no takers, thing. Thing. All All right takers, well, so gee
1: whiz. Pimp Geek.
4: It's a new style. Oh, Do it. Pimp, Do pimp it. Dot com. Barry the Pimp TM, Geek. TM. A pimp called <laughs> Dr. Vlog
2: a pimp called Dr. Vlark. nice. <laughs> like a fish
3: that water. actually kind of works. Yeah. Just, yeah. just get oh, him the, yeah. Just get him the uh, goldfish boots and you're in great shape.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> giddy Bitch better have my money.
0: <laughs> my
5: life. Uh, I I didn't do anything geeky. Not some nah. of my money.
1: Not part of my ordinary, anyway.
5: I started reading Five Ronin, the uh the series that Marvel's putting out this month. Interesting? Yeah, it it actually looks pretty interesting. I, I've got to wait till tomorrow for the Deadpool issue to come out, and then we'll see how it all ties now, together. So, so he's one of the it's five Ronin? He's basically kind of like, uh, yeah, he's one of the five Ronin. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got uh, Wolverine, uh, the Punisher, Psylocke, and Psylocke oh, uh, and Deadpool. That doesn't make any sense. Who am I missing? Wolverine? Ghost
3: Rider. No. No, that's Marvel Knights. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they
5: basically, like, they're not the actual... You know, characters. They don't have the same powers or anything, but they're they're basically there's five Ronin and they're following their stories. And in medieval Japan, in 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 feudal Japan, okay, yes. right. really. Uh, and okay. they're uh yeah. like well, they're, they're all masterless samurai. Or Psylocke is not a samurai, obviously, but she's got skills. But um, and they're that you know they're seeking revenge. It's kind of like the forty-seven Ronin, you know, or
1: forty-nine Ronin. How many are how many? Ever, the Original. Forty-seven. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but there's only five because these are so bad.
5: Yeah, there was Marvel. You know, you don't, and, need, you know. You don't need. That's it, equal. You need each one equals eight, give or take one.
0: Uh, right.
1: Okay. Cool.
5: So it's Ooh. uh, well, yeah, it's so far. It's really cool, and there's not a lot of talk about a continuation. So I think it's just these five stories. The one said, shot.
1: But, yeah. I but, like one shots. Yeah, yeah. Cool.
3: little Mark Miller action. Cool. Cool.
5: Which
1: exactly. Which when somebody comes up with a great idea and they're like, "All right, we'll make it an ongoing series," and like twelve months later they out. petered out with the right. great idea, they don't know where to go, and then they got getting stupid. And like the Emma Frost comic. Well, I didn't say
0: anything.
2: <laughs> That's funny because that same point, uh, there was a Showtime series on recently called Episodes. Uh, this the short mm-hmm. synopsis yes. of it was. Uh, oh, okay, okay, you're it, familiar with it. For, it. for our viewers, may not be familiar with it. Um, Viewers. Yeah, I viewers. viewers I keep saying I'm saying it Those All psychic right. guys. See, you got me you, got me you got me doing familiar it familiar with it, what for is it? yeah <laughs> for people who are not familiar with it um it's about essentially it's about two um british writers that have a a hit uh critically acclaimed series in england that get brought to america and essentially have hollywood ba- completely bastardize their series and the office um, yeah yeah exactly and you know the chaos yeah, yeah, ensues but it, yeah. it, very, very fish out of water story. But one of the points that was made in that series was that, uh, you know, here you've got this fantastic idea and, and um, the the point is made to them. Well, how many episodes do you do per season? And they're like, well, we don't do season. We do series. Okay. Oh, well, how many episodes in a series? About 10 to 12. he's mm-hmm. like here we do 24 episode seasons and, you know, it, you can easily run out of ideas. Yep. Um, story ideas to continue actually, your overall arcing story that, that
1: whole conversation was so interesting because yeah it was matt leblanc yeah yeah and he's playing himself and yeah. he's explaining why hollywood does things like the whole thing about if they never ever if the two if the male female leads never ever get together yeah by third season you're going to be banging your head on the wall going what the fuck now i mean it was <laughs> yeah it was actually oh. hilarious colder and scully yeah, exactly.
2: It's like, yeah, it's like if if the, you don't at least hold out the possibility. I love yeah. that when he puts that out there too, is if you don't at least hold out the possibility that they might, people are going to lose interest and they're going to turn, turn yeah. off the TV. Yeah. And I, th- that whole series was fascinating was to me because it's, it it really highlighted a lot of the reasons why I didn't move to Hollywood when I <laughs> graduated from film school because I just, <clears throat> I could not go through the Hollywood machine. It takes some, it takes a really
3: tough man to make a
0: tender yeah. chicken well it, it, I it's was just <laughs> gonna say that <laughs> it, it
2: has it takes somebody that has to be really really secure with themselves and secure against outside influences because you could easily oh, so get broken by room. that city yeah i know right <laughs> <laughs> i can
4: make a tender chicken
1: <laughs>
3: but yeah anyway well before we go on the show proper i just i want to Oh, sorry i get, you, you got that, a thing. I did do... You got a thing. What well, your know, thing?
1: I, I actually did do something geeky. What did you uh, do? See the thing. You I do? saw Sucker Punch. I did, did you? too. Oh, did yes, you? Yes, I did. Oh, my
3: gosh, too. Yes, Anybody else see it? No, I heard Bad Things.
1: Yes. I don't uh, care. I still want to see uh, it. Oh, I, I still want to see it, too. Bad. I heard Bad no, Things, too. No, too. Don't tell no, me too much. It's a new, sh- right. new study. Yeah, no, but impressions. I'll observe the spoiler. It's difficult, however, to talk about what people are saying about the movie without spoilers. That's what I hear. Because basically, the one... The one thing I will say that, that edges close is there is a violation of expectation. And I think that's where people get down on the movie. Because I saw the movie, and it, there's one point, the main character, Emily Browning, actually says the whole point of the movie. She has one line. It says yeah. the whole point of the movie. Yeah, and if exactly. You're not if you're not in on that line, if you're not with it, then you're not with the movie. And what I'm reading of the criticism of the movie, it seems to be all that. Now, I will agree, the script is flawed. And one thing about Snyder is he always goes for deep.
0: Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, yeah. whether or not
1: yeah. he makes it, He's visually fantastic, and he always tries to say a little something deep. Michael Bay, visually fantastic, fuck deep, you have fun, folks, eat your popcorn. Snyder makes it visually fantastic, he tries to go a little deep, and his scripts don't quite hit the level of his visuals, which I think is where some people are find, find uh, wanting. Yeah, I mean it's so. it's
2: yeah I I agree with you. It is visually um, quite appealing. Fantastic. I mean, I I mean it, yeah, some of those scenes in there, I was just like, wow, that is mm-hmm. that is impressive. But but yeah, I mean, you know, trying not to give it because it's. I was telling Todd earlier, it's really really hard to even talk about the movie at all. Yeah. Because, you know, it's all these threads interwoven, and if you pull one on apart, it's like the whole thing mm-hmm. starts to give away, and you give right. away the whole the whole right. movie. exactly. So, but, go uh,
1: in, go in. I would say force yourself to not yeah. develop any expectations. Yeah. Even as the opening scene develops. Wipe it clean. Don't sit there and say, okay, this is how I want the movie to end. Just watch the damn movie. Keep your mind open and see what happens. Right. So, that, you know, that, I
3: mean, that one line in the movie, is it when she turns... To the camera and goes sucker punch asshole. No, <laughs> hey, you're the one
1: who said no spoilers. Okay, you, know? I don't, I don't know. you oh, haven't even seen it and you're spoiling. It. It. it was in the
3: internet trailer. I
1: yeah. yeah. So no, I, and also uh, on tour.com, it's uh, the tour science fiction fantasy publishers oh, yeah, yeah. blog site. Uh, the one woman Teresa Giacino has commented on it. It's spoilerific, so don't read her post on Sucker Punch. Uh, two posts actually um, until you've seen the movie, um, but it's interesting because it's titled "Sucker Punch: The Story No One's Talking About," and she also is a feminist, uh, is a non-white feminist, and so her perspective. She liked the movie and she thought she thinks it was real good. So her perspective on it's actually very interesting. So that's what I got to say. Yeah. Okay. Peace and love.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, I guess I'll go with. Okay, so yeah. I guess oh, what did you I haven't gotten. Sorry to I guess bring I, the house I, down. no, no. I guess what I haven't gotten yet is:
2: Do you recommend a viewing?
1: Yes, but open your mind. Yeah, okay. Open your mind. It's
2: don't, it's really hard. Uh, I, I I Hollywood can't, Hollywood yeah.
1: leads you towards these expected endings. You're, yeah, you're really expecting X to happen as things right. develop, and you know, without saying anything more. Yeah, just don't do that to yourself.
2: Yeah, that you know. The, you know, they're talking about you know. Some of the themes of the movie, you know, oh, you know, yeah. he female uses, him.
1: He uses sexism. Yeah. He exploits it even as he attacks it. Yeah. And it really is a, a commentary about uh, oppression of women institutionally, socially, in society.
4: Do I get to enjoy this film, or do I got to <laughs> take dude, a dude, there are
1: many skirts sake. and midriffs and badass yeah. girls kicking ass.
2: Yeah, there's, there's hot women you'll, you'll kicking be, ass and, you know. <laughs> I've been fooled by
4: that before. <laughs> I, I, I refer you to the movie Bitch Slap.
2: Okay, well, this is not bitch slap. I didn't see it. Hotter chicks. I think um, this
3: is on a whole different level than of
2: yeah. ass, And the movie was garbage. I Visually cool,
1: off. too. I'm sitting here watching these, these different little scenarios that play out, and I'm just like, wow, that's a cool campaign. That would make a cool RPG that, you know. <laughs> and
2: Darren even said that last night. He's like, this would have been a great video game. Yeah. You know, can you imagine playing some of these scenes as a video game? Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Cool. But, yeah.
3: Well, before right. we go to the heart of the show, I just want to throw out there uh uh, we got a package from Magic Dude. Yes. Uh-oh. So oh, I just want sort of to... Th- magic Dude, thank you so much. You're incredibly generous. Uh, what's going on in my mouth stuff uh, for a few episodes. Oh, yes. Right ah. there. So yeah. I, uh, we certainly look forward to that, and we're going to send you a little something as well, so...
2: Yes, it's coming.
3: Thank you to you, your wife, your son. You're all very generous. Thank you so much.
2: Yes. Thanks, oh, you Thanks the the whole to whole Magic
3: two, family. Uh, so... Let's go to the exact opposite of what we're doing there. News you don't give a shit about. Yes. All right. Well, the All right, come on, give me
4: some Spider-Man.
3: All right, well, okay, I will say that is coming. Oh, yes! Knew it. But uh, first, I want to read this little thing that uh, uh, John Scalzi put on his blog. John Scalzi, uh, science fiction author.
1: Uh, Old for Man's who... War series. Okay. Highly recommended. Very good. All right. Indeed.
3: Uh, I'll just uh, kind of just throw it out there what follows is a cover letter that allegedly accompanied four pages of a forthcoming novel all right author and address have been redacted gentlemen I want to, and everybody who's listening uh, I'm, I'm a little role play here all right you okay. are the agent you are the book agent all right this is the cover letter that accompanies four pages of a novel are you ready? I am ready. Prepare to be blown away. Done. In your hands, (laughs) you hold the first four pages of my debut epic, Violet Thunder. You have the truly unique opportunity to be one of the first to read a work that will undoubtedly revolutionize the publishing world, borrowing tropes from the epic fantasy, supernatural detective, and harlequin romance genres I have crafted the first wholly original masterpiece in probably at least a century. <laughs> oh, it gets better. Okay. I know quality writing, and I know a lot of other people who know quality writing. A sample chapter presented to my mother's book club was described as, and I quote, like nothing they had
2: ever read before, unquote. <laughs> that could be positive or negative. <laughs>
3: My high school English teacher told me I should submit it right away, even though I only shared the first half of the first draft. Now, I understand that conventionally, you're expecting to see the first five pages. Oh. I haven't done that. Uh. Instead, I'm sending you the first four. So, so convinced am I that what you hold in your no doubt trembling hands is 20% better than anything you have ever read.
4: Ever. Wow. Okay. Now.
3: I am intimately familiar with everything you publish. But to avoid embarrassing any of your other authors, I will not name names. Suffice it to say that when you finish Violet Thunder, it is very likely that you will forget them and will likely shit Joy and barf rainbows.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so far, I am I am excited
1: by this. Go on. Unless the agent's name is Joy, then she's pretty pissed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> rainbows.
3: My story follows the adventurous life of Sir Reginald Garrett von White. Oh, sorry. Garrett von White Castle. A 900 year old katana wielding sword fighter from Prussia who, despite his great age and staggering accomplishments, chooses to associate with and speak exactly like a modern day high school kid. From the opening line, quote, I always knew that in the end, I would be fucked by unicorns and glitter, unquote. To the mind-blowing denouement, Reginald leads you through a clandestine world of classic and completely new supernatural creatures who have all chosen to masquerade as high schoolers in a typical Midwest town with no defining features or characteristics, so the reader could easily imagine him or herself there. Violet Thunder will appeal to both genders and anyone who has ever gone through a trying transition to... To adulthood. Violet Thunder begins when Reggie's best friend Bob is kidnapped from the high school shower after third period gym. Bob is a figmentationist, a person who can make anything happen that he imagines, except that it is never useful or impactful and generally only functions when it is convenient for me, the author, to have done so. (laughs) Really? Obviously, Reggie isn't going to stand for this, so he sets upon his journey of discovery where he confronts glowing magic vampires, a succubi sponsored by lesbian biker gang, mean cheerleaders, and sexually repressed high school counselor who is also a troll, and many other things so shocking that you need to read them in context to avoid some sort of brain hemorrhage. In all instances, Reggie starts with a banter but ends with a drawn katana and a decapitated foe. He is also a police detective.
2: Wait, the twist? What? Through twists Uh,
3: and turns, literally nobody has seen coming, Reggie ends up in a final confrontation atop an incongruous Midwest skyscraper facing down his ex girlfriend who now rides a unicorn who poops glitter and controls zombies. I will not spoil the end for you, but suffice it to say that when they do it, it is totally hot. (laughs) (laughs) You will be amazed. When you finally discover the totally hidden meaning of Reggie's Violet Thunder, please respond promptly as I have simultaneously sent this to literally everyone in the publishing industry that I could find on the Internet. If you do not happen to be the first person to snap up the rights to Violet Thunder and all future sequels, I apologize. Judging by what I think authors make, this series should totally be worth at least a million (laughs) dollars.
0: Oh, what a steal.
3: Thank you. (laughs) Author's name redacted. Now, uh, uh, Scalzi goes on to say, you may say that there's no way such a thing could possibly be real, but ask any agent or editor if they've ever received a cover letter like this. The answer may surprise, shock, and depress you. And uh, in case you weren't clear on this, dear writers, those writers out there, never... Do anything in this cover letter ever? (laughs) I want to read this book. (laughs) No, I want to read this book. I want to read this book. You probably can because about 18 versions of that have been published on Amazon self-publishing. I am positive of this.
2: They published twice. Why not? Wow! Shit, glitter, rainbows.
5: I was highly amused
3: by that. I thought I'd share.
4: That's
2: That's, uh, great. That's
5: uh, that was huge.
2: That's the cover lever. Yeah, that was huge. It's a monster cover letter. Man. It's a ballsy cover letter.
3: So moving on with the uh, news you don't give a shit about. Another day. Another piece of bad news for Spider-Man. Turn off the dark. Yeah, I knew it. Producers announced today. Well, actually, this uh, happened a few days ago. Uh, actress TV, uh, TV Carpio, who plays the enigmatic villus Arachne. Remember the last Arachne left? Because she was this tired of hurting one. herself. This is the new Arachne. Villainess.
4: I thought she was the, the spider that bit Spider-Man.
3: Uh, she... Spoilers! Uh, Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this actress was sidelined from the show for two weeks after an onstage injury during the March 16th performance. Uh, she's been replaced by America Olivio. Uh, Carpio herself was a replacement for the original actress playing Arachne. Wait a minute.
4: Natalie Mendoza. America Olivio. Didn't she star in... <gasps> she did. She was in Bitch Slap.
3: Was she? Yeah, I know that name. Are are they dragging that barrel that low? She was in bitch slap. She was the tough one. A really horrible one. They
1: need to be tough for this. She was trained
3: at Juilliard, you know. The nature of the injury injury is not immediately known.
4: Uh, The injury is this. I've seen her play a role, and I don't know if it was the (laughs) script or the director or what, but it was horrible. And then I looked her up later. I said, how does this girl get work? Juilliard. (laughs) <laughs> are you serious Juilliard I can't make that shit up no no, good, no but nobody's man,
3: performance in that movie is worthy of Juilliard nope. unless she went to school of music
4: I don't know maybe she just hung out outside and dated somebody <laughs> she went to Aww.
3: Juilliard to the cafeteria
4: don't get me wrong if I saw her like say I don't know at comic con in the in the husbands room or something I would totally be like
3: oh she's hot
4: but no yeah <clears throat> she's pretty she's very pretty she's pretty does not act and apparently
3: makeup. in pain yeah
4: Terrible. Wow. Terrible. But you know what? I'll give her another
3: shot. So, and, and so I guess the title is now Spider-Man Bitch Slap the Dark? Is that the new title? Yes, it is. <laughs>
1: because she's
4: pretty, she gets a second chance. <laughs> Ugly gets you one shot, you're done. That's uh. the tagline.
1: I like that. <laughs> Bitch slap the dark. <laughs> <laughs> because she's pretty, she gets a second chance.
3: <laughs> That's That sounds like a movie... Tag.
1: Yeah, it does. Wow. <clears throat> I like that. We got to use that somewhere. Not to be confused, of course, with Fatty Bricks, Spider Man. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> That's a other she ain't pretty Spider-Man. and she ain't getting no chance at all. Well, let's see. <laughs> Truly horrible. Really
4: seriously. Watch Bitch Slap just to laugh at it. it is I sat pretty rough. through the entire thing.
0: I,
3: you do that. I got a reward for sitting through the entire thing, by the way. What'd you get? Uh, I went to see Bitch Slap at a Fangoria horror convention. I remember. And a myriad of both good and bad films at that place. For sitting through it, said thank you for staying here. Here is a collection of uh, lobby cards and the CD soundtrack of the movie. Thank you so much for staying. Wow. So yeah,
1: I thought you were gonna like. Say no. you got to have we'll sex me wrong, with three place. Mexican girls. Or
3: a- actually, what turned out to be the whole best part of the experience that was given to me by the producer, oh. who was one of the actors in the original Return of the Living Dead. Ah. So, ah. so that moment was nice, okay, but other than that, moment. yeah, that's
4: cool. Now, well, the girl plays Trixie is hot.
2: Now, now Barry, you just said watch it for a laugh. When I was thumbing through the Netflix instant queue and came across that, you was like, you said, don't, don't save yourself, don't bother putting that in your queue at all.
4: Did I actually type that into Netflix? No, you, no.
2: <laughs> I was going through the new releases here. I'll on netflix that and i came awesome. across I, I went past it and i said oh hey look it's a pitch slap and you said don't even add it to your queue save yourself it's not After worth some it thought, it's horrible okay here's that's how what you said
4: work. here's how the badness of movies goes okay picture a graph an xy graph okay the x-axis mm-hmm. is uh time how bad the movie gets okay and the y-axis is whether or not you should watch it okay okay the worse, the worse, the worse it gets, mm-hmm. the, 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 the lower the lower it goes, mm-hmm. until it gets so bad, you have to watch it. You have to see how bad it is. Then it becomes like a complete train wreck.
3: And it has Kevin Sorbo in it.
2: Yeah, it has Kevin, Kevin
4: Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo's in it? Hell, Hell yeah. Lord.
2: And a couple other people. I, Las Vegas you know. resident Kevin Sorbo? Yeah. <laughs> One the of only our own. The thing that can make
4: that movie better, Rowdy Roddy Piper.
2: Is he in it too? No, no, That's why it's not better. Yeah. So he didn't come there to chew bubble gum and kick ass.
0: And yeah, and they were out of pool. Yeah, we basically just done a five
2: minute commercial for the movie.
0: Yeah, really <laughs> nice job, guys. Uh, right, moving well. on to yeah, more news. On. We don't Quickly, give a shit about. We go further, <laughs> uh, news you don't get a shit,
3: give a shit about. Science category. Okay. Ooh, science, science. Geneticist J. Craig Venter announced the creation of the first synthetic life form last May. Though, interestingly, the DNA of the bacterium was replaced with DNA the team created themselves, except the created DNA was formed using various quotes, and one of which is from Jane jo- Jane jo- uh, James Joyce's a portrait of the artist as a young man, quote, to live, to err, to fail, to triumph, to recreate life out of life, unquote. What do you mean it was formed out of quotes? Uh, as part of its building blocks. It was formed out of quotes regarding life. That's right. very weird. It was a, it was an art, uh, like an artistic move, I guess, on it. Uh, after Venter's announcement, he and his team received a cease and desist letter from James Joyce's estate, <laughs> saying the quote was not under fair use. <clears throat> uh, by then, the bacterium already successfully reproduced. Basically, J. Craig Venter hit a milestone in creating the first <clears throat> form of synthetic life, but violated copyright law by using a famous quote in order to do so, posing the question of what exactly happens when a piece of the very thing that brings something to life is a violation of copyright law.
5: And what if this estate creature estate evolves? evolves?
4: Yeah. <clears throat> the, it'll, well, if it evolves, it evolves past the uh, having that DNA oh, and DNA changes. And, and copyright
3: lawyers' change, heads no. exploded all over the planet. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm sure no one cares. That's funny. And that's why news you don't give a shit about. Yeah, exactly. And finally, news you don't give a shit about, uh, <laughs> uh, I guess it's more, well, It's not. maybe science? Maybe politics? somewhere Science! In between? Politics! Poli-sci. I what? mean, I we're geeks, you know. We've, we've, you ever wonder why there's no life on Mars? Or if there once was why it, where it went? Okay. Right? Of course.
5: There's a big face on Mars.
3: Well, whatever theory you've managed to come up with. None of them are as wild as the one that just came from Venezuelan President Hugo Chavez.
0: Oh, oh Lord.
3: According to Chavez, <clears throat> the root cause of the problem, why the life on Mars is gone...
2: Is this going to give me a headache?
3: Yeah. ...is capitalism.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's well, hear it. Ah.
3: In a speech marking World Water Day, the socialist president explained it all. Quote, I have always said, heard that it would not be strange that there had been a civilization on Mars. But maybe capitalism arrived there, imperialism arrived, and finished off the planet. Careful! Here on planet Earth, where hundreds of years ago or less, there were great forests, now there are deserts. Where there were rivers, there are deserts
1: where there are deserts <sighs> <sighs> okay next part
4: wow lame wow yeah.
1: why do politicians
4: I, try
2: and
1: maybe what, that's poli- a, he's not a an elaborate metaphor for
0: something <laughs> it's, oh, no
2: yeah. it's it's another moron trying to convince <laughs> other people that he has the keys to life and and science it, it, it has no scientific basis it's Ah, it aggravates me so. Dude, it's Hugo Chavez. Who gives a fuck? I know it is, but it's just like it's people like that 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 have a pulpit and they talk and there's there's gonna be somebody that agrees with them and goes, "Oh my god, he's right." blah blah blah. Yeah. Ah, I want to fucking kill somebody. Wow. Holy shit. He's so angry. Don't go out on the balcony,
1: Jeff. Don't do it. He
3: just just put the microphone and stomped off into the kitchen. (laughs) He did. To get Eminem. Where
1: am
4: Eminem?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hate Hugo Chavez. Holy
0: shit. Smash Hugo Chavez. That is awesome. My problem. (laughs) (laughs) Singular.
2: Is it's not that it's him. It's people like him that continually have these beliefs based in no fact and go around presenting them and there are more people out there that will believe anything they're told
1: intelligent design. instead of
2: yeah instead of having a healthy skepticism you know that the whole scientific method it, it, it's right there it's like well you don't automatically just believe that something is true because you observed it once it's Repetitive right. in an email. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I read it on Wikipedia. <clears throat> yeah, I heard it on the other couch
1: show.
0: You know the yeah, Earth exactly. is flat.
2: <clears throat> Could kill you right well, now, after
0: dude. The no, Japan the Earth is quake.
1: flat. Totally, totally, flattened totally us, flat. Totally yeah.
2: Must eat M Ms and calm down. Only
3: way to save it is to pave it. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yep.
1: It's, and it's Chrome it's a, the Moon. And, and, it, and you know what, Jeff? It's not even. It's not even necessarily science. It's amazing what people are doing now. I was telling the guys just the other day how. There, there's, an, there's a whole section of the right, political right, mm-hmm. that has actually successfully brainwashed people into thinking Nazis were leftists.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so
1: it's like when they do all their elaborate uh, and it's a way to sanitize the right. The right is good, it's pure, it's yeah. nice, it's great. Everything it's, else uh, is bad. Yeah, anything to the left of the right is awful. Mm-hmm. And Nazis, National Socialist German Workers People's Party, People's Workers Party, some like that. So it it's it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. And when you challenge that, they get up all in your face because they're being skeptical of the conventional wisdom, the establishment line. Oh, sure, believe that Nazis are on the right. Believe the left liberal media's propaganda. Puke.
2: Yeah. So if I if I have one piece of advice to people out there,
1: don't go to Mars. Eat M and M's.
2: Yeah, eat M and M's. Calm down. Eat
1: MMs on Mars.
2: Make up your own mind. Don't let people make up Mars, your mind for you. Except Holy
1: shit! Of video candy. Just Michael puts it all together. <laughs> it's a conspiracy brewing here.
2: It's it's one of those. Don't accept people's opinion as fact. Facts are facts. Look them up. Then form your own opinion from those. That's that's all I gotta
1: say. And then ask Jeff
2: if you're right.
3: This message brought to you by Mars M&M. Mars M&M. We don't care if you're left or right, as long as we make money. <laughs> And that's it for news you don't give a shit about. So all
1: the rest of this news, the stuff we give a shit about? Well,
3: maybe we're going to find that out. I don't know.
1: If this last (laughs) thing Jeff didn't care about, (laughs) I don't want to see what's coming.
2: Oh, boy. Uh, uh, (laughs) Not to keep going on. just The people like that just anger me so. Because it's like you really believe the completely inane drivel coming out of your mouth right now? You know Jesus invented jet planes. Oh really? I'm. Sorry. I didn't know that. That's right. Speaking wow. of name dribbles, Amazing.
3: let's talk about wikis this weekend. Geek time! Yay! <laughs> uh, job opening to anybody who wants.
0: It. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right.
3: Ubisoft. Yes. Is looking to make an official encyclopedia for everyone's uh, second favorite Ubisoft parkour franchise, Assassin's Creed. That for some reason, isn't a wiki. A posting on Ubisoft Workshop states that they are making an official job offer and, quote, not some petty human crowdsourcing trick, unquote. Beginners need not fear and can apply for the job as well, as Ubisoft says, quote, they wouldn't want to miss out on someone passionate and talented just because he or she hasn't doesn't have a five-year experience, unquote. Job? <clears throat> Further endearing them to fans across the world, the job is to create an ency- official encyclopedia for Assassin's Creed. There's only been two games. Uh, well, no, that's three, not true. Three
4: games. Three games. Game, whatever. I'm leaving. Game with, play a, the with an ongoing. one. You're an idiot.
3: <laughs> to apply, <laughs> you can head over to the uh, Ubi Workshop posting you can check out the job recommendations, it's the only duties. Three games. Uh, take the writing test they provide, and then send your information to the email provided well, there on the post. Go. There,
1: there's their firewall have, right there. There's
4: only three games. Those greedy games put out the guides. What else do you need?
3: It's become a huge they want franchise Wiki for page. them. It's bi- And
5: it's You know what It's been fiction, better Is there fan fiction
3: I don't think They include fan fiction uh, There's a
5: comic book I saw a comic book The other day There is a yeah.
3: comic book Yeah there is Official Oh
1: boy there's...
3: That's the Prussian one right I, I, I think it's a Prussian it. Well you know what It must
4: be doing good If they can afford to pay someone What's the pay
3: Uh, You'll have to look it up See that's bullshit <laughs> That's why
5: they're putting An open announcement out there They want to find someone cheap
3: Uh, Granada Pet, a brand dog food, figured out a clever way to beat the problem with food ads. In most forms of media, consumers generally can't taste or smell the food that's being advertised. Granted, they solve the issue with dog food rather than people food. And the billboard showing this is in Germany instead of everywhere, but they solve the issue nonetheless. When one checks in at the billboard via Foursquare... Some of the dog food slides out of a dispenser and into a bowl ready for dogs to sample. What? The billboard isn't too complicated as the check-ins are sent to a server that's connected to a box which controls the dispenser. Basically, you go up to the billboard, check into your Foursquare that you're at the billboard. The billboard dispenses dog food for your dog. That's
4: kind of neat. Yes! That's that is. Neat.
5: That is really cool, yeah.
4: How come they don't do that with booze?
3: I think you're going to see some <laughs> more of this shit. I think you're going to see this as the time goes on. This is coming.
4: I'd like to walk by a billboard. Non perishable ah, food I'll products. It's coming. Check in and get a Twinkie.
5: Next time I'm driving down the road, I'll see Barry sitting by a, by a by a, scotch sign just with his phone out. Are you
4: kidding? We live in Vegas. There's signs with ass all over them in this town. <laughs> wow. And he, and he, and Boy, he four squares under that, that, too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Doink. Wow. <laughs> you know, that reminds me. I just saw just today on uh, Piers Morgan on CNN, he was talking to some people about various stuff, and one of the tech things they brought up was phone. Swipe. What's phone swipe? Like? It's a little itty bitty thing that comes with its own app. You plug it into your phone and you can do transactions right then and there. It's like a little tiny tab and you swipe a credit card through it. And you can oh, yeah. It. <coughs> Seen those? Right then and there. Very cool. Yep. Right on your Very phone. Very cool. Wow. Yep.
2: Yeah, they're also. Uh, I don't need that. <laughs> they're also doing uh, what's called near field communication, little chips that they're going to embed in your cell phone that you can, you know, input your data. Like from a credit card into the chip. The chip is s- separate from your actual phone, but you can walk up to like one of those pay here things, MasterCard, <laughs> click on that, and it you basically swipe your phone over that, and mm. you've just paid like with your MasterCard or your Visa. So great. I worry so about f- losing my phone now. So yeah. our phones are becoming more
3: and more important and ingrained. I, you know what? I don't yeah. need things to be easier for me to buy. Yeah. It's easy enough. Too easy. I'll no, be, I understand. PayPal
0: is
4: easy. My phone right now, I worry about losing it because it got all my shit in it, and I worry about my wallet. It's two things I worry about. I would worry even more if there was only one thing I could lose, because then I lost everything. Your hair. I, you
3: could lose your hair.
4: You know what I mean. I can lose my wallet and my phone. and sure. At the same time, I lose my ability to communicate and my ability to pay for things.
3: Ugh. God. So... I'll send you right back to ninety two, man.
4: Yeah, I know. What would I do? I have to get some quarters. Call somebody. I don't even know any phone. I don't. I don't know any of your phone numbers, you guys. Okay. I don't know if someone asks me. Okay, call
1: Jeff. I don't know. Call Todd. I don't know. Call Kirsten. I don't know. Call Michael. I don't know. I don't know any of your fucking numbers. How about this, Barry? What's your number? See, I hesitated. I hesitated. Six
2: eight eight three two five
1: four. Most people don't even know their own cell numbers.
2: No, I don't know. That's that's not that's uh my old home phone in Wichita.
4: <laughs> really, asshole?
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know anyone's numbers, and yeah. I'll be happy with that if I can embed the phone in my freaking hand. Oh, it'll come. Okay, and then it'll I can't lose it unless someone starts cutting off hands. Ooh, yeah. that would make a terrible. <laughs> and then I have a rash of people cutting off people's hands. That
3: sounds like a great little short film, actually. There you go. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, it
0: kind of does. <laughs> I want to live in the future.
3: Well, if you felt the future uh, is now, physical yeah. discomfort. And uh, deep-seated anxiety when 2K Games and Gearbox announced an actual release date for Duke Nukem Forever, never fear. In time-honored tradition, the game has been delayed. I called it <laughs> again by about a month. It will now be released on June 14th in the U.S., June 10th internationally.
4: Hey, hey, hey! See this face? Uh
3: huh. Not is surprised. This the face if I told you so. I think they did it on purpose. I think they did it as a joke, as so. a marketing yes. tool, maybe. I think they did it because it's fucking funny. <laughs> I told you so.
2: <laughs> well, at least it's only a month, not like another twelve Ex- months. That's exactly it.
4: Well, yeah. Oh, it feels good. I told you so. Uh,
3: this uh, weekend, uh, Neil Gaiman confirmed that not only have the movie rights to American Gods finally been sold. Quote: After talking to people for years, uh, there's already a director attached to the project, uh, says Gaiman. There is one cinematographer and director on board who has many, many Oscars, and I think it is a, he is a genius, and I love the fact that he fell in love with this about six or seven years ago and is not giving up and just kept coming back and coming back, unquote. The author also said that he would be meeting with those involved with the film soon to find out where they're going and any way that he can help, and quote, I don't know what's been announced, but I don't want to announce anything before they do because I would hate to steal any of their fire, unquote. Now, American Gods, if you're not familiar, follows the human shadow, it's a nickname, through a journey into the seedy, decaying underbelly of American spiritualism, where every god whose worshippers have ever reached the continent's shores still lives, weakened but not gone, immortal but under the threat of extinction from the new gods of media, technology, and television. Characters include a Mr. Wednesday, a Mr. Nancy, and even a cameo from Delirium and Barnabas from Gaiman's uh, Sandman series. If you haven't read the book, it's fantastic. It's
0: really yeah. good, yeah. I have not read the book.
3: So I'm so glad this is moving forward. It's in the right hands. It'll be a great, great, great
1: watch. Wow, that's a key phrase right there. In the right hands. In, in the right, right hands. It could just that's as right. easily go to a Paul Michael Banders American Gods.
0: <laughs>
4: Uwe both. Right I don't now. think. Oh, have... yeah. Oh, <laughs> no.
3: Remember, not many, many Oscar snubs. It's <laughs> many Oscars. Oh, oh. Not how many razzers. All
0: right, okay. That means Bay
3: is in play. But I don't think gaming would talk so well about Bay if he was in charge of it. He'd be like, oh shit, American Gods is coming, look out. (laughs) Uh, Starbucks just partnered with Marvel. Really? To offer free access to their entire digital comics library through the free digital network service at Starbucks. From Starbucks PR, quote... Known for engrossing stories in a library of more than 8,000 characters, Marvel Comics gives Starbucks customers unlimited free access to its full library of Marvel Digital Comics Unlimited. Spider-Man, Iron Man, Thor, Wolverine, and others a way to cap- captivate as customers explore the comics realm and imagine fighting villains with a cup of coffee in hand. Unquote. Now, there are no pictures at the moment on how the specific comic reader will work or whether it will be identical to the Marvel's current browser reader. On its own site, Marvel can currently charges 5 to $10 a month to take advantage of its 8,000 title library, which contains classics going all the way back to the 60s, as well as do Comics Weekly. Uh, this stash will be available at Starbucks starting April 23rd. So, you can now go to Starbucks and read Marvel Comics Library for free.
2: Interesting. That's, that's kind
4: of cool. I just have this issue with Starbucks.
3: I know you have an issue with Starbucks, but I think it's Why a nice move on Marvel's part.
4: Um. Mm-hmm. Well... Perfect example. Mm. Um, oh, okay, here's yeah. here's the issue. No, no, no. no. <clears throat> oh, it's not a big thing. It's something obvious that people just overlook. Um, we got an espresso machine. We got it because Deb would always go to Starbucks okay. to get her Starbucks. Yeah, that's why I have yeah. my coffee maker. I don't know what it maker. is, but those frappuccinos or whatever the hell. The Maybe that's why they did this. Good. They found
3: out you and Deb were gone.
2: They are really
4: good. Oh. That's what it is. And our business alone drove up. Yeah. Um, Maybe so. <laughs> each of those coffees costs like five, six bucks a day. Yeah. You're having it every day. Ah, that's, a, that's like smoking, you know? It cuts a bit of your change out. Right. So, get this espresso machine, make it at home, stupid cheap, pays for itself in about four or five days. Uh, right. A friend of mine on Facebook, uh, Jen Brinkman, just got a machine as well. She mentioned that it paid for itself in like a few days as well. Oh,
2: my, my machine's already paid for itself too. How long so.
4: did it take to pay for itself?
2: couple of months I I was maybe yeah. a two te- two day a week Starbucks person sometimes a, a two three. day
4: a, a two couple week habit yeah yeah two see. or two or
2: three so break the I wasn't a Starbucks five days habit, wasn't a five day a week drink day. at home but if you can't read comics for but free. I'm, I'm that's also cool. yeah. I'm not that's cool. one of these that's an addictive personality that you know that that does something and then has to compulsively redo it and redo it and redo it which is interesting because i am a little ocd <laughs> right yeah so i'm yeah, you know. thinking uh, wow. but uh as far as like you know that's why you know never I admit, up
4: starbucks is convenient Starbucks yes. is tasty
2: very tasty drive-throughs uh, were the thing that really sold me on them It was it's, like i can drive up grab my coffee mm-hmm. on my way to work score
4: and it's convenient yeah. and they have breakfast <laughs> items too yeah but there's a starbucks on
3: every goddamn corner so, if you live by a Starbucks and can access their digital network, you're good to go. There you go. <laughs>
4: you just want people to...
3: I just want people to read, read Marvel Comics, comics and yeah. go, get hooked on them and go, yeah,
5: this is great. <laughs> I need more now, of Now, Starbucks these. is an... Exper- Let me try to say this right. Experiential brand. And I was reading an article about the, uh, the CEO, who now I forget the whole article, but, but what he was saying is it's, it's an experiential brand, and... Uh, it's not about the coffee. It's about, it's the about going there and getting yeah. the experience with the with experience. the Was that A word, and I, I, it is now. Yeah, all
3: right. We just made it in the <laughs> in the uh, in the essence of fairness. I just wanted to tell our our listeners out there. Now I'm calling them readers, watchers. Jesus Christ. <laughs> to be fair, uh, Michael is wearing Starbucks green today. I am. So.
5: You don't see the you don't see the little. He's our little, the mermaid, little mermaid on the back pawn of the man. <laughs>
4: You know, the is they still write your name on the cups. So you say things like, oh, what's your name? Captain Awesome.
2: I, I've done that, yes. Vente mocha frappuccino for Captain Awesome. Right here. <laughs>
3: Yet they still
4: refuse yeah, to write Master
2: Torgo. What's now... the problem? Oh, they'll write Master Torgo if you ask them. Yeah, they will, and then they'll add other words at the end, like sucks, bites. Is a tool. <laughs> <Jerk. Yeah. clears
5: throat> I, think, I think you need to stop getting your coffee before... Uh, Barry. Are you tipping them?
2: Because, <laughs> I, I think that that it, the the not tipping is probably what's what's yes. Making I tip them. Right them
3: I t- say,
5: have a nice day,
3: sir.
2: Oh, that's there's not a problem. T- that is oh, the one I, thing. What kind of
5: a tip <laughs> is <laughs> that? Seven bucks for a cup of coffee, and then you put out a tip jar.
2: <laughs> hey, they just work there. They're not that's, the ones. That's
3: a good point, and they I'm sure they're not making great great yeah. cash. No, probably
4: not. Now that I've is read that, read that there, my fault.
0: You pay enough
3: there. there. And now you're getting free comics. You better fucking tip.
0: <laughs> Whatever. Move on.
3: Cartoon Network announced the 2012 launch of DC Nation, an on-air online programming block of DC animation properties populated with event programming, uh, exclusive behind-the-scenes theatrical production, and an insider look at the world of all things DC. The block, whose content will be produced by Warner Brothers Animation, is the latest effort under Time Warner's new mandate to better integrate DC Comics with the company's film and TV divisions. Hmm. So yes, Cartwork, Cartoon Network is getting basically the DC canon of animated shows with DVD extras attached.
4: Well, then let me ask, are, are there going to be new DC properties?
3: That hasn't been announced yet, although the, uh, like the new... Uh, Young Justice, I believe, is a part of that. Okay. Probably some of the older stuff.
4: Because I'm interested in Justice League Unlimited. I'm interested in that type of stuff. I don't really care so much how it's made. I don't, don't want to watch all the DVD extras as well. I just want to see the shows.
3: Right. The- well, they'll probably do it like they do, like that damn uh, DVD on TV on FX, where they yeah. just have, like, basically before they c- cut to commercial, they have, like, a 30-second thing.
1: That DVD on TV is so lame. I wish they'd do it pop up. Like on VH1. Oh, that'd be great. Papa Superman punches apocalypse and bloop Superman can destroy <laughs> moons with a single punch, you know. <laughs> Kids, do you remember Papa video or is oh. that an old guy thing?
2: You know, speaking of Time Warner, is anybody else out there worried at all about the fact that you've got Time Warner who, you know, has a movie studio publishing as well as they're cable networks, they're okay. media conglomerate, and now we have NBC Universal Comcast, which is another big you know movie studio, internet, eh. cable, and, and a network TV. What now? You're
3: afraid of the man? Yeah,
2: yeah. really. It's a little. A little, little when, when, when there <laughs> was Mr. one, it was Ryan fine, calm. but now yeah, there are up? two huge.
1: Now, now if if Murdoch had bought Marvel, he's probably going to buy Image, right? Yeah. Fox, Fox Image, Top Cow, oh. Fox Top Cow. <laughs> Fox dynamite. Yeah.
3: No. Wait till it becomes Fox Disney. Then it's all. Oh. oh. Yeah. oh.
2: Well, you know, some of the, the people that are on their networks, on the Fox networks, are cartoon characters themselves. Oh, so. there man. it is. I said it. Send your comments. <laughs> <laughs> I will gladly refudiate Rebel them Jeff
0: all. has yeah. spoken.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: man. You're on fire tonight, man.
2: Oh, I'm just. I, uh, certain <laughs> things Who's set me end? off, man. I'm an, have an have yeah. have
1: <laughs> More, more caffeine evidence. and Get sugar, Jeff. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: thinking of subtle ways to tweak the show to just trigger this. this oh, yeah. Oh, well, speaking of triggering this, uh, this is actually, uh, Kirsty who found this story. This oh, says, I did? Yeah, this is the uh, one you sent my way. Uh-huh. Uh If your laptop is stolen oh. <laughs> and you're lucky enough to recover it, that's a big win. Yeah. If you happen to access it remotely while it was still missing. Oh, I saw this and find a video of the thief dancing awkwardly to hip-hop even better. It seems unlikely that's exactly what happened (laughs) to one Reddit user recently, and he decided to put the thief's dance video up on YouTube. Nice. Being humiliated in front of 100,000 people is the least someone deserves for stealing a computer. As you'd expect, the computer was returned pretty quickly. The victim posted the whole story in comments on Reddit, he even published a Facebook message from the criminal begging him to take the video down.
2: <laughs> and, of
3: course, the victim said no. I have here the Facebook uh, comment from the criminal to the victim. Oh, please. Uh, the subject is sorry. you your ass. Hey, Mark. <clears throat> I'm sorry for all that I've done. I would ask forgiveness in person, But I am not allowed to go back on campus for what I did. (laughs) I was being a dumbass for thinking I could get away with something like this. I hope I didn't cause you so much trouble over it either. I went to your school at 2 a.m. so I can try to fix things. I left the laptop there with the campus police. I left a statement, and I'm waiting on the detective to look over the police report to see what will happen to me. Like I've said, I am truly sorry for what I have done, and I promise you and myself that it would never happen again. I am not this kind of person. I am a respectful person. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why I did something like this. I am sorry for that. I know I'm in no position for asking you for favors. But can you please put down the videos that you've put up of me? I know what I did was wrong. (laughs) And if I was a different person, uh, fine, leave it up. But I do have two professional jobs that if something like this... Gets leak, I can get in more trouble and be more embarrasses as well. Well, we won't want him to be embarrassed. <laughs> so,
1: oh hell no! Not so
3: I means. will capital A ask for that huge favor. If you want, we can meet up so I can say sorry in person. I feel that would be a good idea. I, I would not change much, but at least I can say I said it in person. Sorry, and uh, yeah.
4: Dim up. I'm sorry I took your laptop. Wow. <laughs> Please take the video of me dancing around in my underwear to the hip hop
1: off the, the YouTube. No, no, no. Not take it off. Put it down. <laughs> Please put it down. <laughs> I love That's my favorite part. Put of it that. down. Please put down the video. Like a what is he going to go out in the backyard with a shotgun? Uh,
0: <laughs> sorry, old yeller. You got to go.
1: I'm sorry, video. It would
2: have been awesome if they'd have had video of him dancing to hip hop. And then the cops break down the door and arrest him in front of the oh, webcam. Geez. That would have been priceless. That would have added a million. notes uh, right. there? Would, yeah, easily a million. <laughs> that was hits awesome. Because wow. you, know, some fool, even start off watching the video. Why is this fool dancing? To, oh my God! That <laughs> door just broke down. <laughs>
3: if you want to see the video of the criminal in action, then uh, you. Know, I think many places have it. Fark has it, of course. Sure. Yeah, so go watch this guy dance. It's all. What do you fun. get for stealing a laptop? Uh, think it's worth
1: about a grand public That's, humiliation. That, that, no, I mean, isn't, like, that, isn't that grand larceny? Is it grand larceny? It's over
2: $500, oh. right? Or, yeah. yeah. Or
1: is, it, is that larceny? Depends,
2: I guess it depends on Definitely. the laptop. I don't cause... think
1: it's felony, though. Yeah, really, it's is it it's a laptop. If it's Apple, it's less. My, no. <laughs> well, no, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm talking about burned. the retail <laughs> price of the
2: laptop. I know. Because they range between $3,000. Is it yeah. a felony? Or $303,000. I dollars I think no. when it hits
3: grand larceny, it is felony.
4: The point I'm trying to make is, is he going to jail, and will his jailmate see his, him
1: dancing to this hip-hop video?
3: Uh, I guess it depends if he presses charges, really, what it comes down to.
1: it probably also
2: depends on whether he's got a criminal
1: history it's funny too because yeah i would one want to know if his his, has a criminal history and two i'd probably say he's 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 done his time you know what (laughs) no no no. no. No, keep (laughs) up the video time sir i know you want him to go to prison and have to dance for the lifers everyone missed the point there was
4: (laughs) he had two professional jobs yeah if you've seen this video like i have this guy ain't professional nothing i'll tell you what his two jobs were
2: Burger Wichel's King Donuts, and McDonald's. <laughs>
4: hot dog on a stick. There you go. Oh, oh. wait, no, those are all girls. Um, is there any guys working a hot dog on a stick? I, mean, I, I think know.
2: so. I don't know. I've, I've no never seen a hot dog on a stick lemonade.
0: in a
4: while. No. But damn, there's a business model.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Warner Brothers has announced two things. After the after the Dark Knight Rises, WB will, quote, reinvent the Batman movie franchise.
1: Again?
3: albeit with Chris Nolan as producer. So, yeah, a a reboot is coming.
1: Why? I know. They're going to
4: exhaust it. If they keep rebooting it, you're right. They're going to exhaust it, and there's never going to be a chance for a JLA.
3: Additionally, a Justice League script is being worked on with the intention of (laughs) releasing it in 2013.
4: Oh, snap, Barry. Oh, snap.
1: (laughs) Bitch slap. (laughs) How does
4: that work? If they're going to reinvent the shit, and there's a JLA script, well, that's well,
1: probably that, actually that's probably part of why they're re- rebooting, so that they can easier uh, insert this particular Batman into JLA. That you can makes insert sense. Insert that Batman yeah. into JLA. Now, this one. At this
2: point, no, no because he's yeah. considered to be a, you know, after the last film. Spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen The Dark Knight. I think we're past Walking that point. Rolling, it's okay. Yeah. Well, I know. I'm just that was sarcasm. That's Sorry, smart. I sort of no. went right over the head. Some
3: some people don't. Um, that
1: was sarcasm. That was
2: smart chasm. Smart chasm. TM. <laughs> uh, no, it, it, at the end of the film, you know, he's publicly seen as, you know, well, officially seen as a criminal, even though publicly, okay. public opinion, you know, he's still a hero. Okay. So <laughs> you're talking about justice in, in the Justice League universe. Batman is both professionally and, you know, um, Officially and publicly seen as a good guy. Good guys, so, good story, by the way, I don't. That's why I'm saying you can't insert that character as that's, that's he stands now.
4: Third, no, of course not. And I wouldn't say that they, they could. But the third movie is A Dark Knight Rises. Sure. Like bread.
2: And it's made of grain. It's made of grain.
4: Um,. <laughs> So that means that he'll regain his status as being a hero. In but the we don't know that yet. Oh, let's assume. We can assume. There are other things. Sure. I don't, it's I not going to see... be about Batman waking up in the morning, is it? No, no. I, I don't
1: mm-hmm. see the Nolan Bale uh, Batman working with anyone else and stuff like that. You know, I really don't. Well, Come I mean, are, even in
2: Justice guy. League, he I doesn't know. really completely work with them. He kind of does his own thing but and yeah, then contributes.
1: Come on. I just, you know.
2: And probably Starting the other the reason for the reboot is Nolan said this is the last one he's directing. So and if I think he is, Bale said this is going to be the last yeah, one too. Exactly, so. Bale. So you're talking yeah. about you're going to have to recast anyway. You're going to have a new director. Right. That's probably why Batman. they're going to reboot I'm still
0: it.
4: Just ugh, about another Spider-Man this soon, but that one's kind of shaping up.
3: A little bit. I mean, I don't want to prejudge it, but is he really?
1: That was so funny. I didn't know if this was a news we don't give a shit about, but there was a thing where he did an interview, and he, like, revealed stuff, And he was like, yeah, I I play a small part. I'm the guy where, you know, while Spider-Man's fighting the lizard and the whole city's against (laughs) him because they think he's a criminal, I'm like the one guy that sticks up for him. I'm like, I don't know if this is true or not, but it's a hell of a funny story. So that's why I didn't bring it up, because (laughs) it was totally rumor view, But it was hilarious. (laughs)
3: I I try to say, we'll we'll wait till the rumors are confirmed before Uh we bring it on the show. Uh To
1: be fair, to be
4: fair, Spider-Man needed a reboot because the third one was a fucking musical. Right. And Batman And then they made it into a musical. Because we saw Batman Forever, didn't you? It is getting a
0: reboot
3: on Broadway. Well,
4: that's... (laughs) Batman, when this ends, Dark Knight Rises, if it's anything like the first two movies, will not be a musical, will not be like Batman Forever, and will not need a reboot. So, soon.
1: And yeah, you know, and Todd, I think you can't talk about a reboot and the third movie hasn't even been made yet. <laughs> I love I how you left out Batman and Robin. Rumor rule the by final film, uh, Spider-Man on Broadway. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> that was a terrible
2: film.
0: <laughs> That's great.
1: Uh, make something uh, else first, Christ.
4: Make the Flash the right way.
3: Well, speaking of pulling it out of the rumor, uh, another clip from next week's Tron Legacy DVD has leaked. to the knitter Net- tubes. Uh, unlike the last one, this one specifically teases a Tron 3 so, m- with a conversation between its two assumed antagonists. Now, many fans felt Jill- Dillinger Jr. Yeah, is going to be the major bad guy in the next one, but this clip indicates the return of another Tron character as his partner, the MCP. Really? Yes. Really? Go I see this promise. clip. It is, oh, it's it's chillingly good fun. It's so simple, easy, and uh, just thinking about it. Sounds delicious. I just wet my pants.
5: (laughs)
2: Now it does. Ooh, I'm sitting next to you, too.
3: (laughs) Three time Oscar nominated actress Amy Adams has been tapped to portray Mm. the Daily Planet star reporter Lois Lane in Zack Snyder's reboot of the big screen Superman mythos.
4: Guys get cast, girl.
3: Amy Adams was tapped. Yeah. I
2: loves me some arc. Amy Adams.
3: If you're unfamiliar, perhaps best known for her roles in Enchanted, Julie and Julia, and she was up for Oscars for Junebug, Doubt, and most recently, The Fighter. So, okay. Um, She's so hot
4: Chris. I can see her as... Lois Lane, that's cool. Yeah, that that works for that's, me. That's
2: Except that's that would make Lois Lane a fiery redhead, unless she dyes her hair or wears a wig. You know, you know that's what? Okay, Lang the Lang hair Lang color will be Whatever. a brunette
1: with olive skin, and it'll balance out. <laughs> there <it>. you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, they've done that.
2: Yeah, they did that. It's been
4: done.
3: <laughs> and uh, beloved fantasy author Diana Wynne Jones uh, passed away this weekend at the oh. age of 76 after mm. a long battle with cancer. Uh, Jones wrote more than forty books, including *The Dark Lord of Dirkholm* and *A Tale of Time City*, but will likely be remembered for *Howl's Moving Castle*, which became an Oscar-nominated anime movie from the acclaimed uh, studio in 2004.
2: Yeah. Speaking of deaths, that reminds me, we we also lost uh, somebody this week. Uh, for the geeks out there, the techno geeks, uh, Paul Brand, who is a early internet engineer and architect died this week uh, at uh-huh. age 84, uh, I believe on the 27th, if I'm not mistaken.
4: And what did he do? Uh,
2: Paul Moran is... Let's see if I get this right. He uh, helped design ARPANET, which was the, the precursor to what is the modern internet. The advanced um, research he is known as, yeah. uh, Internet. He is known as the father of packet switching, which is uh, what makes the current internet possible. So uh, he died at age 84. So yeah. the Ugly so, Couch
3: Show owes a debt.
2: Yes, the Ugly Couch Show and anybody that if he uh, uses knew the internet that he was
4: promoting. If, if he was helping <laughs> us to put this shit out there, do you think he would have maybe changed careers? I'm gonna vote yes. Uh
2: mm-hmm. probably not. Nah. I think he probably couch saw show, the potential. of I'm a it.
1: farmer. Internet porn. <laughs> oh wait, porn. <laughs> There's right. a lot of. Panic. But yeah,
2: right, I'm, I'm back in. Off. I'm
0: back in. It, it still amazes got me, me back. though. <laughs>
2: Like, how long ago they started working on this thing? I mean, you know, well more than 50 years ago, it was an idea. And it's been, you know, a work in progress for 30-some-odd years. Well, yeah. it's government. Yeah. Well, no, but that even when computers were just in their infancy, you know, they were working on connecting them and being able to exchange information between them. So, yeah. It's just... uh. It's an amazing thing that he helped create. Cool,
3: Renowned chef and head judge of Bravo's Top uh, Chef, uh, Tom Cossio, has teamed up with HBO to develop a cuisine based on the new medieval series Game of Thrones. What? The show is based on the popular book series A Song of Fire and Ice by George R.R. Martin, which follows struggles between noble families for the Iron Throne of Westeros. From March 28th to April 1st in New York and April 4th through the 8th in Los Angeles, his uh, catering carts will offer roasted rabbit, spice roast duck, venison, lemon cakes, and other delicacies. Ooh! Coliseo says that the real challenge was to come up with dishes that would fit the five different regions of the series. The items will be offered on food trucks in New York and Los Angeles starting on Monday, and they can be followed through the show's official Twitter feed.
2: Awesome. That's, weird food. Yeah, that, that does. sound sounds well. really good. You know, yeah. I, it sounds weird to us because they're not common staples, but, you know, in the sort of time that this would have been set in, even though I know it's pretty fictional world, times. Uh, those were very common food items. I mean, I've had rabbit. I've uh, had I venison. venison were more common. Venison oh. and get your ass so killed good. if they
1: catch you hunting it in the king's wood.
2: Yeah.
3: Damn straight. It's
1: so good venison. Oh, That's I, better than the Renfair food. Well, as soon as they put out canned bowl of brown, I'm in. Bowl of brown! We had bowl of brown last night. <laughs> in the can. Oh god, that burned my ass. Did it? All love to Deb, but that burned my ass. <laughs> Alright, Ugly
4: Couch Show is going to sponsor this recipe. <laughs> okay, <laughs> get your pencils ready kids, because here it is.
3: Bowl you of brown. Can, bowl of brown.
4: <laughs> You get this crock pot and you fill it with smoked beef sausage. You cut them up. You can get them in the store. It's real easy. Um, cut those up, you get a can of the the grillin' Bush's Grilling beans, the smokehouse ones. Those are good. And then you get a can of kidney beans. Maybe two cans of the smoke. Whatever kind of beans you want. She got the beans. Am I hearing cooking music right now? Yes, you are. Um, <laughs> corn. Onions. And then you dump a whole bunch of barbecue sauce and salsa in this thing, and you let it sit for like six hours, stirring occasionally on low in hmm. the crock pot. And when you, you open the lid,
1: it's a bowl of brown.
2: Interesting. And it tastes so
4: damn good.
1: It would taste very good. Good when with biscuit. farted, it burned my ass. <laughs> sizzle, sizzle. It didn't even all get eaten up. I was surprised.
3: Which led to your second bowl
1: of brown. <laughs> <laughs>
3: for people who don't know,
4: uh, we're referring to a bowl of brown. Is in the George R. R. Martin's uh, Song of Ice and Fire trilogy. Uh, there's this thing that the peasants eat called a bowl of brown. It's just been this big, giant bowl of questionable bits and pieces that have been. It's been cooking for years, in yeah. years, and God
3: knows what's in it. And the only way you can get access to the bowl is if you contribute something to it and pay your fee.
1: Ham hock, piece of yeah. carrot. Something. And that's actually based on medieval what's called pottage. Yeah. Which is which is exactly that. It's just it's a bowl of stuff, and it never gets emptied, and it never gets, like, cleaned, and you start over. You just, every day, you just add more into it, filling up the pot, and then at the end of the day, it's cooked and you're eaten.
2: You know, it amazes me that somebody Nothing else th- knows about that. I, I always love that you're Terry you're Jones,
1: Medieval Times. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It which is tasty.
3: Which is very different than medieval times in Los Angeles, Anaheim. <laughs> <It's very laughs>
4: yeah. That you get a nice bowl of like chicken or corn chowder or something mm-hmm. really good. Well,
2: what was the line from uh, Cable Guy? It's like, oh. so you don't have silverware, <laughs> but you have Pepsi. They didn't have silverware <laughs> in medieval times. <laughs> like, so we don't have silverware here at medieval it's like, times. Can I get some silverware, sir? They didn't have silverware in medieval times, hence they don't have silverware at medieval times. Can I get you a refill of Pepsi? <laughs> so wait, they didn't have silverware, but you have Pepsi? Sir, I have other tables. You're going to do the whole movie, <laughs> aren't you? Just that line. That's, that's It's one that bounces Brave. around. Uh, Showtime
3: has acquired the rights to develop a new series based on Chew, the super gory Eisner award-winning comic book series by John Lehman and Rob Gilroy. Oh,
4: I saw that. I was going to buy it, but I didn't.
3: In the Shut world up. of Chew, fear of avian flu has gotten so bad that the consumption of poultry is outlawed. Chicken speakeasies abound, and the FDA has FBI-like powers. The story follows Tony Chu, an agent for the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, who is also a cybopath, meaning that when he bites into anything or anyone, he receives glimpses of its past. <laughs> I was
4: gonna <laughs> buy this at the Borders. I couldn't find one. I found book two and three. I you can didn't... borrow
3: my copy. I have one number one. Awesome. According to Deadline, it will be a quote quirky half hour cop show written by Terry Hughes Burton and Ron Milbauer and directed by Stephen Hopkins of Twenty Four and Fornication. Not only that, but the whole production is coming from the same company that brought us The Walking Dead.
2: Nice. Love it. Nice. So that's, that's good. quality. <laughs> that's, that's quality TV. TV. No, it sounded really cool in the
4: Borders, and they had the. Book two and three, and they didn't have one. Like, damn it, I can't. Did you buy read it, this. Michael?
3: No, I haven't read this, but now I want to. This was suggested... No, you know who re- who re- who suggested this to us? Huh? Justin
5: of uh, our D and D campaign. Really? He, he was uh, yeah. he was the one that brought that up to Thanks, me.
3: First.
5: So, like, you gotta go to like a speakeasy to get chicken and waffles. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds hilarious.
3: But uh, you uh, you have to bring your own waffles.
5: I'll only get the chicken. Yeah,
2: you know it's sad that uh, this makes me think about the fact that I seem to watch more. I have these really quality TV series now than I go to the movie theater. There's there's better programming on TV now than in the friggin' movie theaters, and it costs a lot less. Just, it it, it gets me. Because, you know, it's like. No, TV's gotten smarter. It, Some yeah. TV has gotten smarter. Well, yes. Rant on it. Rants on it, there's, <laughs> rants on still, it Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there are still. Takeaways, Bag Let's hear this. Of terrible drivel that is out there on TV. I will I will grant anyone that. But there are some real gems, and they seem to be getting more and more of them. It seems that you're to be the like, more
3: you pay for TV, the better your television. It <laughs> does, doesn't it?
2: It's, yeah, it's bizarre. I got my last cable bill. Ugh, yeah, our cable bill is ridiculous now.
1: Well,
3: before we learn about our cable bills, despite it's being banished to what generally has been seen as the time slots where shows go to die, Fringe which was co-authored by J.J. Abrams, has officially been renewed for a fourth season.
2: Thank God. Congratulations. Congratulations. It's
5: kicking.
3: While not exactly a ratings winner, Fringe has a cult. Loyal followings of fans Mm -hmm. have been hoping that Fox would give the Supernatural sci-fi show a fighting chance. Producer uh, J.H. Wyman announced the renewal on Twitter, saying, Fringe was picked up. Thanks, Fringedom. So there you go. Thank you to all those who have supported the show. You won. Power to to the people. I don't know. I don't know its cost.
2: Well, I know they shoot in Canada, so I mean, I probably who doesn't? Isn't. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, it's it's probably not super expensive to produce, but you know, as long as they keep putting out quality episodes, I'm going to keep watching it.
3: Uh, going back to Showtime, when Showtime's contract with Netflix ends this summer, its current lineup of original programming will no longer be available on Netflix Watch instantly. Boo. This applies to shows that are still producing and airing new episodes such as Dexter, Californication, and possibly Weeds, which is owned by Lionsgate and not Showtime. A past Showtime series such as The Tudors or Sleeper Cell, in other words, ones that are already on DVD, will not be affected when the contract runs out. And no, this is not related to Netflix possibly outbidding Showtime for the original series House of Cards, making Netflix a player in the hours-long drama series game. Or so they say. Of course mm.
0: not. No. no, no not r- at all. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> uh,
3: now, if you've always wanted to see more of Professor Charles Patrick Stewart Xavier's bald head instead of the full head of hair James McAvoy, McAvoy will uh, sport in X-Men next class. McAvoy. First class. That's the one. <laughs> well, that mish- wish may come true. Because uh, Lauren Shuler Donner let slip that not one, but two sequels to X-Men Last Stand are on their way.
1: Now, really? That's a successful movie.
3: Right. Obsessed with Film, the uh, website, has revealed that the sequels are in, quote, active development after they poured over the newest issue of Empire Magazine. Quote, We took the treatment to Fox, and they love it, and X4 leads into X5, is the small quote from Schuler Donner that confirms plans to go ahead with the sequels. Even though Matthew Vaughn's X-Men First Class has not been yet released and won't be until June 3rd, Fox must have enough faith in this project and perhaps even First Class to consider more sequels to the critically declaimed X-Men The Last Stand. The site also believes that Brian Singer may have written the treatment that was pitched to Fox since he also wrote the treatment for First Class.
0: Well,
4: I'm for one tired of them going backwards. I'm tired of prequels. I'm tired of,
3: oh, what happened before they were who they were? Oh, mm-hmm. p- proceed with the story. At you know? the same time, I, in this case, I appreciate it. The reason being, if Andrew this Jones. is a prequel that's a one shot to go into four and five, basically that what they're saying is, look, three sucks. We all know it. Here is a backup for stories that we can tell in the future.
4: That makes sense.
3: So if three didn't,
4: didn't suck, it. would they have made X-Men First
3: Class? I, it's. Not that's that it, that's a fine question. It's, Not that
4: it sucked. It didn't really suck. It, 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 it sucked. Off.
3: It, it, it kind of sucked. It was kind of schlocked. It really kind of sucked.
2: Well, I mean, it, that, that film suffered horribly. Uh, fascinatingly enough, uh, Matthew Vaughn, director of X-Men First Class, actually walked off of X-Men 3 weeks before they were supposed to start shooting so wow. so that's uh that's kind of an interesting you nice. know interesting. you know didn't uh, have any creative connection there at all. i i don't know um i I know that uh Brett Ratner is <laughs> <laughs> I like not one name. of I'm my like, favorite Ratner. directors <laughs> anyway, so you know uh but that film right. suffered from Multiple, uh, I, if I remember correctly, Brett Ratner was like the third or fourth director attached to that film. So, no. it
1: well then that that rapidly sounds like it's not even his fault. No.
2: <clears> and you know, but I I would like to, Ratner I would love to blame him for everything. Cause, Ghost Rider, you know, if anybody oh, has Falcon. seen Rush Hour three, that movie yeah. was terrible. Okay, yeah, right. yeah, I, I watched twenty minutes of it and I'm like done. I, I had yeah. to switch it off. But and I love the first two films. So,
1: but if he's the third or fourth director, that sounds yeah. like there's a lot of studio shenanigans going. And or and it, he, and tropes calls it executive meddling.
2: Yeah, and and you know you're okay. probably right, and and there's enough evidence to support that theory yeah. because I mean, uh, I guess originally Singer was a direct, attached to direct it because he was coming back after having done um, Superman. Ret- uh, no, sorry, he was supposed. To, yeah, he. Sorry, Singer originally. <laughs> Whoa, re- good
0: story. My, my head <laughs> I'm is getting story. things reversed oh, wow. in my head here.
2: Singer originally was going to do it, then left to go do Superman Returns. And then I forgot the first director they attached to it. And then Vaughn was like the second director. And then he walked <laughs> off. And then Brett Ratner was the third or fourth. So it was. <laughs> they <got two> <laughs> <laughs> and they got Mercedes Benz's. <laughs> I'm lost. I don't know about the
4: listening audience.
2: But no, yeah, that X Men 3 was probably doomed from the beginning.
3: Mm. Wah. Major Nelson, the what? director of programming for Xbox Live, has announced that Microsoft is currently. Recruiting Xbox users who are interested in testing out a new system update, which also features an updated disk format. In his most recent blog entry, he invites all Xbox 360 owners in the United States to sign up for the beta test of the upcoming system system update. Uh, Details provided indicate the update includes compatibility with an updated disk format, although no additional details are currently available regarding this. Participants will receive a free copy of Halo Reach, yep. as well as other currently unspecified rewards. According to Major Nelson, the, pro, uh, the program has several thousands of slots available, giving those interested a good chance to be selected for the test. Users who have access to an Xbox Live Gold account will be giving preference over Silver users, though the latter will still be able to sign up. Due to distribution limits, the current offer is only available to those in the United States.
1: Ooh, I'll sign up for that. <clears throat> So, and one yeah. lucky winner gets a date with Jeannie. Major, Major
3: Nelson. Nelson. There we go. Uh, Thank you.
2: Wow, I was waiting for Jeff to save me on that. And that was my No, you know what? It, 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 it actually popped into my head, but I'm like, is that where he's going with
1: it? <laughs> Paul's not here. This can't possibly be happening. Yeah. It, it, it threw me for a minute. I, I,
2: Yeah. I don't know where my brain went there. I was like, wait, what? Hey. I heard
1: that the first time. I was like, is that seriously? Isn't Barbara it? Eden back in the day. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mwah. I, that
0: <laughs> she was I hot. Don't business. exactly know what that sound means. Because...
4: <laughs> no, no part of me makes that sound. I, I, I think that's the first time I did. <laughs> we'll no, but it did sound goes. like a
3: very fit, late fifties uh, sexual male sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded like something
4: like Charles Nelson Reilly would do. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 go get him, Charles Nelson Riley <laughs> stuck on a desert island with Barbara Eden. Oh, the shenanigans.
3: (laughs) Red Eye Chicago reports that the Stargate Universe visual effects supervisor uh, Mark Savella and the production assistant Ken Kabatoff have teamed up to write a pilot for a new series called Echoes. They said they've rallied about 80% of the Stargate Universe production crew to create a presentation piece, which they hope to sell the show the team, which includes SGU veterans like actors Jen Spence and Mike DuPud. That's his name, isn't it? DuPud. Huh? DuPud. Director Will Waring, go. director of photography Michael uh, Blundell, production designer James Robbins, and composer Joel Goldsmith in assembling in Vancouver this weekend to shoot the piece, which will showcase about 15 pages of the script. The proposed series <clears throat> follows the series of humans trying to survive in an alien apocalypse in the near future. The twists on this well-worn premise is the aliens did not intentionally set out to destroy us. Earth got caught in the crossfire between two extraterrestrial races. Kavakov said, quote, "...having aliens against another alien race basically leaves the humans as collateral on their own planet. Many of the Earth citizens have been wiped out already. It's not us against them. It's them against each other, and we're just trying to stay alive."
2: Yeah, just don't try to sell it to sci fi. Oh, oh, please, no. <laughs> that's, of course, who they're going to try and sell it to. Who else you know,
3: are they going to sell it to?
4: Space, the Imagination Station. AMC.
2: I'm still pissed that they canceled Stargate Universe. I, I, I really am. Because that show Got it, is BBC. such. Ooh, that's. that. Yeah, they could go to sell it to BBC America. That's weird. <laughs> I think the lights started like flickering in idea. here. Yeah,
0: wow. <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> my anger was causing lights to flicker. You yeah, know, no. uh, or when Barry
1: gets an idea, lights turn off. <laughs> 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 that
3: or Sifi Channel is listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah, I,
2: that show Go kept the rising in quality, it. and the, I mean, the acting was superb. The storytelling was just getting amazing, and then it's canceled. So with let me 10 ask episodes you left.
3: What pisses you off more, that one or Firefly?
2: You know what? They both piss me off.
1: Eminem's quickly! <laughs> Feed the beast! <laughs> Feed him! <laughs> Christ!
2: Get a brandy dish so I can put all the bad <laughs> ones in there. Or Ozzy won't go on stage.
3: <sighs> and uh, that's all the news we have, and that's pretty much the end of the show. We don't have time for a big list because that's so much crazy news. Because it's a big it show. It could be things that piss Jeff off. But
4: that's that's right, right. Right. That in was the hour. whole show. There you go. You know oh, what makes me sick? And you know I want to burn my ass!
2: <laughs> It's been a while since we've had an 80s Jeffs (laughs) rant about...
0: That's true,
3: that's true. But hey, you got something to rant about? Write to us, comments at... Comments at UglyCouchShow.com And, uh, of course, uh, watch the Ugly Couch Show itself, where we tell you what to read, what to watch, what to play, what's good.
4: Oh, we got some good stuff coming up pretty soon, too, so uh, if you can, be... Friend us or whatever you do on YouTube. Yes,
3: yes. yes. Make sure you uh, you join us on the YouTube, YouTube. and on the Facebook because uh, a
2: new segment with Jelly Biglins is coming. Yes, and uh, oh, it's it's so much fun. And don't forget, once we hit a thousand friends or likes, rather, on Facebook, three people were going to be randomly selected to win an awesome prize pack. Very, that very. It is nice
4: prize not pack. a dream date with Paul. Or me, or and me.
2: It's so it's
1: stuff from Magic Dude's care package.
2: No, we would not wish that on right. anybody. And it's not Kirsten's bowl of brown. <laughs> Although, a, a what's going in my mouth, the home game, would it be an interesting bad, thing. No, it, it, it Send would... Send out little little random packages. What's package
1: going
4: they... in my mouth, Dude, the home my game? My entire <laughs> 20s were what's going in my mouth, the home game. All right.
1: <laughs> that was an unfortunate and incident in prison. They fuck would... <laughs> you.
2: <laughs> they would never know what they were getting. Open it up. What the
1: fuck is this? But you worked your way that's up. That's Barry no incentive, and now
3: you have the pimp jacket. <laughs> no incentive.
1: <laughs> that's
2: scary. it. Would be funny.
3: But thank you for everybody for your support, your letters, your likes, and uh, and uh, we enjoy talking to you. So yes, whatever you want to send our way, we
2: love it. Thanks for watching and listening.
3: Yes, and until next week, I am Master Torgo,
1: Doctor Vlog, 80s
2: Jeff,
3: Just Michael,
1: Commander K. Go see Sucker Punch.
3: Yeah, go do something geeky, and that would be a fine thing go to do. Go see bitch slap movie. Don't bitch do slap. that! Ah, Don't whoa. do that! Don't sound that way. See it suffer.
4: No, suffer bastard. See it before. And such bitch somebody.
2: Bitch slap somebody with bitch slap. I got it. Watch it with the sound off while you're doing chores.
4: Perfect. <laughs> it's nice to look at. It's really nice to look at. Tell me, I'm wrong.
2: If you're doing chores, you're really not going to be able to look at it. No, you can dust the fur. You can you can clean <laughs> under that couch for once in your life. So dust the TV
3: for <laughs> ninety minutes.
4: I don't know. Organize things. Read a book or something. Look up occasionally <laughs> when uh, the girls are dancing around, washing something. Various red.
0: version All of right.
2: chores is Vaseline and Kleenex boxes. The slow motion water scene is nice.
3: Yeah.
4: The rest of it?
2: <laughs> chores in air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Chorizo. Chorizo. Oh. So
3: there, that's your Paul moment. There
0: you go. <laughs> <laughs> ah! part. <take a laughs> Preservation of the modern man.